Well, folks, welcome to One More Edition of Politics and Radamek. Better to Will is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. You would not imagine what happened. I forgot to put my lapel on. And about 10 seconds before, I remembered, oh my God, where is my microphone? But I found it, my brothers and my sisters. How are you guys doing today? Anyhow, folks, we're going to have a great program for you today. As usual, uh, we should be upset. The progressives get played again. I mean, did we get played? Let me go ahead and put, before I go to Rudnan's, Rudnan's tally, let's go ahead and show you what the, ta- what the show is about today. The show is about today. What we've got here says, progressives got played once again because dot, 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 Joanne Reed and Elizabeth Warren dings Elon Musk. Elon Musk is really infamous now, but what can we say? Anyhow, uh, Joanne Reed lashed out at Elon Musk today or yesterday as well as uh, Elizabeth Warren. I love the way she said it. You know, Elizabeth Warren has a way with words. She has a way with words. But we are going to get busy with the show, Hermanos y Hermanas. So let's go ahead and get started here. Brother Rudden, you're trying to kill me? You're trying to break my eyes? Anyhow, 100 degrees in the Arctic, a record from June 2020. Confirmed today raises alarms among climate scientists. World uh, Meteorological Organization has recognized temperature of 38C, 100 degrees Fahrenheit, in Verhoyansk, Russia, on June 20, 2020. Wow, that's above freezing as new Arctic record. It occurred during a prolonged heat wave, which would have been impossible without climate change. It is indicative of warming in the Arctic. Uh, We also have... Bridge MCP, welcome aboard. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. E2247, como esta usted? Congressman Jamal Bowman, love the guy from New York, infuriated by Senate Shelvin Build Back Better Act. It has now been 26 days since the House did its job to deliver on President Biden's full agenda and pass the Build Back Better Bill Act. Now we are faced with a false choice between saving our democracy from existential threat of race of fascism and meeting the immediate needs of people, said Congressman Jamal Bauman. I love the way he put that. That is so important. We are now faced with a false choice between solving democracy as, uh, as, uh, and, and giving the people what they need. It is not difficult. You just pass the damn bill. This is the last child tax credit payment that many constituents will see, despite tremendous food insecurity and child poverty in our district. The people in my district are all too familiar with the status quo and are counting on my colleagues in the Senate to address their needs by passing the Build Back Better Act. President Roosevelt, New Deal was transformative, but only for some Americans. We cannot repeat the same mistakes in this generation, especially when seniors, women, and people of color bore the brunt of this pandemic. We have the opportunity to deliver a transformative policy for most impact, disrupt the status quo, and put people and families first. There is not a good enough reason for the Senate to withhold passing the Build Back Better Act in order to pass voting rights. Saving our democracy is urgent and existential. It doesn't mean we have to pause on meeting the immediate needs of people. We can pass both bills and must do so immediately. Establishment Democrats subsist on disappointment. Establishment Democrats will fail to do the minimum if allowed to slide by public pressure. You can't imagine the rage I'm feeling right now as I watch the world 
burn and see our country physically crumble around me. I want to talk a little bit about this and build back better afterwards. Let me continue reading um, um, Rudnan's tally, and then I'll get to that because it is frustrating, and, and we need a we need a good soliloquy on that one. At least 182 ranking congressional staffers have violated a federal conflict of interest law with overdue disclosure of their personal stock trades. This research is showing that when it is not disclosed, a lot of people just ignore the law and it goes unenforced, said Craig Holman, a government affairs lobbyist at Public Citizens who helped shape the Stock Act and wants to make it stronger. Anyone who works in the public sector office along with their staff should be banned from trading any stocks at all, excluding blind trusts with which they can have no interaction with until out of office. And, you know, I think uh, it turned out that uh, our good friend Nancy Pelosi gave a shameful answer where she said, oh, this is a free market, free market. You can do as you please, let you go. Of course, these are the people that have the inside information. They're the ones that are going to pass laws that can affect the stock market. And we want them to be allowed to reign? Come on, guys. All right, if you ever wonder... If you ever wonder why people despise Nancy, oh, look at that. Man, you're reading my mind. Nancy, especially those on the left look no further. Open corruption in the highest level of government. This is defending the indefensible. Nancy Pelosi doesn't think that members of Congress should be banned from trading stocks. At a press conference, that's what I just spoke about. Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, you're good, good, Rudnan. House Nancy Pelosi said that lawmakers and their spouses shouldn't be barred from trading stocks. This is a free market. We're a free market economy. They should be able to participate in that, Pelosi said. It is not illegal for members of Congress to trade stock, but Pelosi was responding to a question from Insider, which released an investigation on Monday revealing that 49 members of Congress and 182 congressional staffers were late to disclose personal stock trades, which is a violation of federal conflict of interest laws. This, this stock trading on Congressional Knowledge Act also must as the Stock Act was signed into law in 2012 to prevent insider trading among congressional lawmakers. These guys make the laws, people. Anyway, let's go to the next one. Retail traders or mirror investment by Nancy Pelosi's husband, whose stock picks have been strong performers over the last two years. Retail traders are watching what Nancy Pelosi's husband's Paul Pelosi is doing on the stock market. They are saying they are following insider trading, right? To help them decide what to do next. His stock picks have been quite successful. Christopher Joseph, co-founder of Social Investing at Iris, told Yahoo Finance saying that every trade inevitably turned out to be such a long-term winner. It started with CrowdStrike in 2020, then Tesla, followed by Alphabet, then NVIDIA. He told the outlet Noden that each of Paul's disclosed positions has gained 20 to 30 percent since the initial investment. Insider trading is easily recognizable pattern and its plague of corruption of our government. Last one, we cannot expect people to have respect for law and order until we teach respect to those we have entrusted to enforce those laws. Hunter S. Thompson. You can't get rich in politics unless you're a crook, former President Harry S. Truman. All right, ABQ says, watching from Twitch. Uh, E2247 says, hello, relatives. Welcome aboard. He says, today's visit will be the greatest ever visit. Thank you, E2247. I concur. One December 2021 climate and energy discussion results from a national deliberative poll webinar, Stanford. Sure. From E2247. Eric Hayes says, here's an idea. These woke entitled politicians from the squad and others of the like can maybe go back to the institutions they got their degrees from 
and ask for loan forgiveness and not from the middle to low income taxpayers that are now hurt by the policy they push. All right, Eric, that's what you want. Will you please then play the same role when it comes to drug companies and the loans that they take out or the car companies and the loans they take out and then ask for forgiveness? Should we do that? Should we go back and get our investment dollars from the pharmaceutical companies that made a killing off of the investment of the American people? Should we do that? You know, because I, I think we should. Because if we did that, then we could say, you know, the, the, all the loan money these people took out to pay for loans to support the corporation so that the corporations would have educated people to work for them? Hmm. We are subsidizing the corporations. So therefore, when we take back that money from the corporations, we can pay back the people who took out the loans that were done to subsidize the corporation. What do you say about that, Eric? I think that's a good compromise. Don't you think so? David Sanmumi replied to Eric Hayes. Eric Hayes, your, your posts are all wonderful, but I don't think we are friends here on Facebook. Well, you better find Eric because Eric would love to have you as a friend if you happen to think the way he does. You know, he needs some help around here, Mr. Davidson Mumi. I actually sent you a request, but eventually it didn't go through. Please, if you don't mind sending me a friend request so we can be friends. Thanks to you. God bless. Looking forward to your request. Bridge MCP says, AOC said, I am 32 years old now. The lawmaker said, I have over $17,000 in student loan debt, and I didn't go to graduate school because I knew that getting another degree would drown me in debt that I would never be able to surpass. That is unacceptable. I think she was not talking about paying her debt, but others her age. You know, it's sad, but that's how it rolls, right? That's how it rolls. All right, Eric Hayes says, how about policy choice and having something actually solved by this administration, which has yet to be done? Well, I suggest you read, because there is much that this administration should done. And I think they should start tooting their own horns because evidently the right media, the right wing media is doing a very good job of lying about it so that you can believe they accomplished very little thus far. Uh, Carl Foster says Pelosi has $25,000 fridge freezer. Wow. I don't care, but wow. Senor Bruce Pollard, good day. Feeling good today? I'm so happy to hear that. Bruce, based on recent info, from Houston doctors, it sounds like having Delta will not protect me from getting Omicron. Three times injections makes it not as bad, but not protected. Current MC anti, uh, microchronal antibody treatment are not effective for Omicron. I read that. Long-term treatment will be new Pfizer pills, so we need to wear masks and stay semi-isolated. Uh, Bruce, I think you, think you said you got the, uh, the, the Delta so yeah, you're still susceptible to the Omicron, apparently. Spike protein changed. The POTUS 45 gang has repeatedly ignored and stonewalled Congress. It's past time to hold them accountable. Agreed. Eric Hayes uh, says, Bridge MCP, no, she and other want debt forgiveness and it's a no-go back. Look, I, I want all of you guys who are opposing debt forgiveness for college, I can name you a whole lot of other forgiveness in, in monetary basis that's going on there, okay? AVQ, Egberto, I posted a lot today, more than usual, and thanks for reading them all out. Well, if, look, what you, a lot of what you posted today are things that we are covering today. It's, that's why sometimes I wonder if you have a, uh, a bug in my computer that you're kind of watching what I'm reading, either that or 
because we're we're active progressives, we're kind of reading the same sort of information. But that's good because that's how we get it out to everybody else. Katie Porter for Senate Tur from California. Yes, gets rid of Feinstein. Let's get some more progressives in the fold. Eric Hayes says, Shorik Berto, go back. Yes. And the government is to blame making the pharmaceutical companies rich. Well, for once, I think we agree that the government played a humongous part in making the pharmaceutical rich because they did not take back what we invested. But you know what's so funny, Eric? Based on how you talk on this forum, if we went ahead and took back what we gave to pharmaceutical companies, you would be complaining about the government taking back the money. So who wins? Nope, college is a choice, not a necessity. Debt is a choice, not a necessity. But if you, well, uh, you went to college, right, Eric? Anyhow. Let's move on. Anyhow, folks, let's, before I get to any one of my videos, I want to talk a little bit about progressives and what's occurring right now in our country. Biden made a promise. Before I, let's see. ABQ says, Egberto, more than likely you're reading good Google News, Common Dreams, and we follow in the same YouTube channels, which is where I get most of my news. Good point. Uh, Bruce Pollard says, should we risk our lives by protecting Taiwan? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Look, Taiwan and China, Taiwan is a province of China. That is like Texas seceding from the United States of America. Texas wanting to be a, a right-wing fascist state. And the rest of us want to be a good social democracy. And then uh, England going to say, you know, we're going to go ahead and protect protect Texas. We're going to risk our people's fortune and protect Texas. No, not at all, Bruce. We should not worry about Taiwan and China. That's a false discussion for the, def uh, the defense industrial complex to blow more things up, to build more bombs, etc. Uh, E2247 says, Egberto makes me laugh sometimes. I am grateful for Egberto. I'm glad I make you laugh. That is the goal. You know, if we're not entertaining as well, you're not going to come back. If you just come here for drooping. In fact, today I looked at my daughter. is sort of a TikTok, knows how to do some. She makes some nice TikTok videos, right? And I'm like, hey, girl, I'm going to need you to help me do some TikTok stuff because I want to try to expand on TikTok. Uh, not, I mean, I am on TikTok. I'm on Instagram and all these places. But I want us to do something fun on TikTok for politics done right. So... I'm going to beg her and beg her and beg her till she finally comes around and says, okay, daddy, I'll, damn it, I'll help you with some TikTok nice crazy videos or something. My GDP study verifies that. Let's see. Uh, I paid my debt politics done right with Egberto Willis. You know, I paid mine too. I, I, my, my college debt is paid off in full. I think I paid it. I think it took me 10 years to pay off my college debt. It's going to take my daughter a hell of a lot longer as a doctor to pay hers off and her kids or the generation after her is going to be worse and the reason why is we have a cancer in this country where the amount that you paid for college is nowhere close to somebody going to college today if you have kids eric if you if you take your kid and you put your kid, if you don't have a 529 or one, my kid had a 529 going to college so I paid her undergrad but if you're going for doctoring or any other thing, it's ridiculous. And for those kids whose parents are unable to create a 529 for them, 
they are i mean it's it's they're, they're going to be in debt up the gazoo for jobs that won't be able to pay this debt back learn understand please see the dire straits that many americans are in and stop the right-wing selfishness please let's start thinking about humanity let's start thinking about people for a change my gdp study verifies that i'm pretty sure it does bruce all right let's see bridge says ha 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 and michael says i never had a college debt my parents paid my tuition but a cooney education was much cheaper back then you know high tax states like new york and other places they do a lot more for their society and that's why their society is more educated than places like texas louisiana mississippi and other places and when when mississippi opens its door to corporations to come in all the high price jobs don't go to mississippians they go to those places that educated their population and then they move into mississippi live for cheap make a lot of money buy a house and then you know it, it is it is so amazing that red states don't understand that they are being used everybody use them their government use them the people who then go in the, the foreign people from out of state who jump into that state use them because you know you you go to texas right and you go to let's say uh, um one of the big corporations there right and you ask everybody where they're from where are you from jamaica where are you from barbados where are you from uh, uh new york where are you from california where are you all these high-tech executives right are from somewhere else right a few of them are from texas in the oil industry and you know if you if you if you see who works in the oil industry you'll understand why but you you go ahead and look at where all these people are from. they're from somewhere else right because the red states keep their people in such a manner that they won't get the high-paying jobs. So their level of maturity stays the same place. Okay? They're being used. But they don't see it. They don't see it. All right, let's continue. We have uh, Bridge says, my MS was over 60 grand. I hear you. That, that Bridge, your masters took a lot of money. And, and you know what? Uh, medical is even more four times that all right eric hayes uh, or daniel adosa in debt for a marxist education the definition of stupid oh man if i didn't hear that from you daniel Ado, i would be in pain i just needed to hear your input into this discussion thank you for coming my brother you know i love you bridge yes i i did till they changed the rules bruce says my phd was supported by teaching fellowships the best years of my life, four years of learning and sharing friendship. Yes. BGMC's fee now on SSD and all loans were canceled. Yeah, when you if you are in disability, all student loans get canceled, whether private or otherwise. Um, let's see. Uh, Bridge MCP, who the college, they don't rule things, the person going, I don't know what you're saying here, brother. Anyhow, uh, Rose Williams, welcome aboard. All right, let's talk about Bill back better um when the two first of all this was supposed to be one humongous bill all right we should have seen the writing on the wall when they wanted to split the bills but we wanted to split the bill supposedly so that we could show that a part of this bill was done in a bipartisan manner when we elected supreme court or when we uh, voted for the supreme court 
the most important judge in the land. Well, the Republicans said to hell with to hell with to hell with bipartisanship. But you know, Democrats, we want to do things right. All right. So they split the bill into two with the promise that yes, Build Back Better will get passed. All right. We wanted north of seven trillion dollars because that is the that is the least amount of money that we were negated over the last several decades to support Americans. I mean, we've been neglected. Look at our freeways. Look at everything. Look at the social safety net. Neglected. Even though the corporations and the wealthy built their, built their wealth on the backs of those people. Okay, so good. It wasn't there. So progressives wanted north of $7 trillion dollars. They finally brought it down to $3.5 trillion for the, when the bills were split. And when we realized that Mansion will balk and, and cinema would balk, finally said, okay, we'll take what we can get, $1.7 to $2 trillion. And we'll, we'll taper the bill down for that. And uh, when, when confronted by the progressive or, or by the media, Manchin said, if progressives want their policies, they need to elect more progressives. Here's a kicker, right? Most of the people supporting these bills are, the, the Democrats all support the bill, minus two. So we have an overwhelming support for the bill. You would think that those people would say, since 48 out of 50 people want this, let's just get a, a little carve out for, you know, because we don't, to get a little thing, but we'll let it go because that's what most of the people who, are, who have a constituent depend on. And by the way, the constituent of those 48 Democrats are more than 50% of the country. The 48 Democrats that right now want to vote for Vail Back Better represent more than 48% of the country. Cinema comes from a small state. Manchin comes from a small state. Two, they're both from small state. And they're holding up the rest of the country. They're holding up more than 50% of the country. That's not democracy. You would think that morality would tell them Look, since these guys represent more than 50% of the country and this is what they want, and since Congress, which represents more than 50% of the country who voted for this bill, maybe we should go for it. But they're saying, ah, hold on, we want this. Hold on, we want that. It's not a democracy. It's not a democracy. So they decide to do that. Now, the question that, where I think they need to be dragged over the coals, and this is the, this is the caveat, everybody has to tiptoe around cinema and mansion. Because if either cinema or mansion says, you know what, I'm going to switch parties and go to Republicans, immediately the Senate becomes a Republican Senate. So they have a lot of power. The funny thing about it is every single senator has the same amount of power. So any one of them could say, we don't want this either, and just quit. But that's not what responsible people do. Responsible people say, we are going to negotiate. We are going to negotiate. Now, it's amazing. Um, Biden, to get progressives to release 
the infrastructure bill, the hard infrastructure bill, promised them that he had that he had support from cinemas and mentioned somehow to get something through soon. Christmas is coming. A lot of people who were dependent on the child credit, the child tax credit, will see it no more. Inflation has eroded a lot of people's buying power. Not a, and first of all, this is not runaway insurance. This is pricing power by the plutocracy. So now we want to take away this money from these people. And let me tell you what's going on here, people. And, and you have to understand this, right? It's all, and inflation plays a role too, right? Here is how they, they, they somehow want to say this. Inflation is high, not very high that is, but let me just tell you, they want you to believe it's like out of the, out of the roof, it's not. Uh, they don't want to tell you that the price and power is the real big reason for having the inflation rate that we have today. But they want to starve people into submission. They don't want to start this stuff about America being anywhere close to the Scandinavian countries that say we care about humanity, we care about people. We're not going to enslave people that say if, if somebody wants to give you a job that's paying nothing or somebody wants to give you a job where you could be killed in that job, you have to take it because otherwise you have no other means. That is where mansion and cinema are coming from. The plutocracy, those people that have their voices heard to them. The people that are, that, that cinema, the people that mansion are listening to, or the corporations that are listening to say, don't you budge because if we continue to give these people support, you know what? They are going to want more money to come to work for me. And we don't want to pay them that. So starve them into coming and work for us. Starve them. Force them to come to work. But people are even, even without the subsidies, people are saying, I'd rather starve than go and work to die. I'd rather starve than put my kid in a care center where they could get hurt, killed, or maimed. I'd rather starve. I'd rather go to the pantry People that have never been to the pantry before are now doing it. In as much as they say there are jobs out there because they start, they're starting to understand what the capitalist structure, the unfettered capitalist structure is doing to them. You know, those people who can work at home behind a computer, hey, I'm lucky. I can go ahead and do a show every day from in front of the computer, but I will be in the field with my peeps out there in Congress pretty soon. As they continue to march on Congress. I'm in D.C. Guess what? I'm in D.C. But understand what's going on here, people. This is, this, is a, this is an extortion of the American people. Not passing Build Back Better is extortion. And all those who are supporting not passing Build Back Better, they're extortionists. You know, I mean, I remember when there's a group that had a book club of mine one time and the person said, you know, Egberto, you, you, you're anti this, anti that. You know, remember investment, the investment that the people did in the days of Christopher Columbus and all of that was great. I said, yes, abstracted pain, abstracted, abstracted hurt on others. 
Well, those of you who are supporting these guys who are not supporting Build Back Better are supporting abstracted destruction of humanity, your own people. Please remember that. Please remember that. Let me read a few of these things before I go any further with my soliloquy. Um, let's see, we got Daniel Lado saying, sounds like privilege to me. Eric Hayes says, bankrupt back better. That, that, that is a silly phrase. I mean, it shows the shallow thinking that we have at, at Fox News and right-wing media. All those phrases, they're good at saying phrases. They're not good at, at, at creating policy that helps people, but they love phrases. They can come up with phrases, but they can't help people. All right, let's see. Michael Renner says, Eric Hayes, global warming is an existential threat. Our nation can't go bankrupt unless if we literally crash and burn, global warming will cause that outcome. You know, uh, you're prescient on that. You know, and that's the thing about shallow thinking. People cannot, again, let's not blame Lado and Eric and those folks that have this, that, that mindset. They are, the, the programming that they received is effective. It's not it's not conducive to any material uh, to, to, to attaining anything. Look at, per, look at their personal attainment to see if they're following those rules, how, how far did they get? You know, just look in the mirror. All right, Egberto, didn't you read the talking points this morning? We are transitioning from BBB loser to freedom to vote. Get on board there, mister. No, we're not transitioning. You can, I don't read any Republican talking points or Democratic talking points. Cecilia Wright says, run for office. If Madison Cawthorn can be a congressman, anyone can. Vote for the primary challenger. I'm even thinking of running, and I, have a, I live in a dead red state, and I'm a total mess. Cecilia Wright, um, tell me, where, where are you thinking about running? And let's do an interview and turn people on to you. Op get a 501c3, and let's start. Let's, what I'm telling people now, right, especially in all these red areas, I think a catharsis is going to happen, Cecilia. I think a catharsis is going to happen. Eventually, the folks like Eric or some of the people that hang around Eric, they are going to get a. They're going to say, "How could we be so misinformed and stupid?" That's what they're going to tell themselves. That's not what I'm telling them. That's what they're going to tell themselves, and they're going to make a transition. And a lot of people are like yourself who were running in these red districts that didn't have a chance are going to win. I am hoping that the catharsis occurs after the Build Back Better bill fails to come in, in, in December. I want the progressive Democrats to adapt a new narrative. Adapt Joe Manchin's narrative. You want progressive policies, elect more of us. But you need a lot more of us to get elected. And Cecilia Wright, let's start with you. Um, Rose Williams, if you want medical care infrastructure, etc., you'd better hope that there are people willing enough to get in debt to pursue the professions which require a higher education. Very smart observation, Rose. Uh, China Power Project will host a fourth and final debate on December 17th. Uh, thank you for informing us on that. China will establish sphere of influence in the Indo-Pacific by 2027. Um, let's, let's, let's get that straight there about Indo-influence um, E2247, my brother. Unfortunately, that has already occurred. People don't get it. You know, while we have a lot of bluster and while we go out and we talk loud and we carry a big stick, you know, it was, it was speak softly and carry a big stick. <laughs> we speak loudly and our stick is quite small. But China don't speak. 
But China is in Central America. China is in South America. China is in Africa. China is everywhere building roads and infrastructure. And it's not that China is some sort of nice country. They're not. China is just as racist as any other country. They go into Africa and they bring their people in there and they treat the, the native Africans like crap, but they build big roads and the leaders of the African government get their kickbacks and people get some more employment. They, they've learned, China has learned capitalism much better than Americans practice capitalism. Okay, Re I repeat. China has learned to effect capitalism much better than the people who taught them are currently practicing it and they're all over the world think about that all right let's continue uh parabe bridge mcp says you're here oh thank you for reminding me bridge you're here chatting sharing learning is it it isn't free so support politics and right folks if you are on youtube right now i ask you so kindly i ask you so kindly to please click that join button click that join button to support our program click the join button support politics done right we are here to serve we make sure and populate the internet space with progressive media we don't we don't only do this we don't only do this show which we do seven times a week it's five five times on uh, internet radio show and on today and tomorrow meaning thursdays and fridays i do a on-air show on kpft 90.1 fm houston in fact i had two shows today the first one already aired on kpft 90.1 fm houston you can get that also at kpft.org, kpft.org, and we also air here on Twitch, uh, YouTube, uh, in, uh, YouTube, Instru everywhere, YouTube, uh, YouTube, Facebook Live, uh, and uh, Twitch, and Twitter. So you can find us all over the place, and of course you can go to anchor.fm to get all our feed, news feeds, and of course iTunes and Spotify, it's everywhere. So we make sure to have not only these shows everywhere, but our videos, our blogs, our articles, and of course, you know, I have several books. As I see it, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom, the one that you see on the screen right now, it's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors, and how to make America utopia take away the economy from those who rigged it, from those who rigged it. To get those books, please go ahead and go to politicsdoneright.com slash books. politicsdoneright.com slash books. Alternatively, you can support us by becoming a member. Join us at politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon for supporting us through Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, or politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube on the YouTube platform, politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Just click that join button or go to that link that I just placed in the feed. And we need a lot of support at PayPal. politicsandright.com slash PayPal. politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Or store. politicsandright.com slash store. politicsandright.com slash store. Get our mugs. Get our t-shirts. Get our hoodies. Get everything. politicsandright.com slash store. And for the all-encompassing catch-all for Politics and Right, just go to politicsdoneright.com slash support. politicsdoneright.com slash support. Okay, I had some videos to do, but you guys have so much message in here. I don't know if I... I tell you what I'm going to do today. I'm going to go through these messages because they are all prescient. 
Uh, you guys have a hell of a lot to say. So Rose Williams says, "If you, oh, I read that one already. Let's go to Eric says, politics on right way. Beth Willis, you don't agree with uh, that is why you are lighting your hair on fire over this. What if there wasn't a 50-50 difference in the Senate? What is your view on the GOP that voted for the infrastructure bill? Are they heroes to you? No, they covered their butts. I, look, they did the right thing. Are they heroes? No, absolutely not. You can't be a hero if you supported an insurrection or be, was quiet for an insurrection. You can't be a hero if you made a terrorist get away. You can't be a hero. No Republican other than uh, Kinsinger, uh, Kinsinger and, uh, and uh, uh, what, Cheney. Cheney is my hero. I completely disagree with Cheney's policy. But Cheney is one of the most, most powerful politicians in this country. And I tell you, Cheney's strength, and I'm, I, I don't like Cheney because I know what her politics is, but Cheney, this stance that she is taking to stand up for American democracy makes her presidential material and could damn well win the whole thing and could become the first woman because she has shown a sort of strength. Cheney, without trying to say, I want to become a Democrat or I want to become a progressive, Cheney has shown a strength that this left-wing progressive respects. And, and, it, and I know I disagree with her on social issues. I know I disagree with her on fiscal issues. We would have a big fight on Big Back Better, Bill Back Better. She doesn't support Bill Back Better. She doesn't support a lot of the infrastructure. We'll fight about it. But the one thing I know is that woman has character. Okay? She has character. And I will respect that in anybody. She has character. Lee Grant says, Hey, y'all, welcome aboard, Lee Grant. Uh, para ver qué más tengo. Uh, uh, let's see what else we got here. Lee Grant says, Watch out for Build Back Better. I like the way you made it a 666, buddy. Like the sign of the devil. Uh, Michael Rodin says, give us an extraction about Columbus. Eh, sure. Please put it on the screen. All right, let's go. <laughs> oh, boy. I got to put that on the screen. You got me on that one, Rodin. I love it. Look at what the guy found. Christopher Columbus came and he took America. Then he brought the tractors and the executive. I love it. That is so true. That is so true. Redden, where did you find that one, brother? That was a good one. 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 Okay. Let's continue talking to you guys. All right. ATL checking in. Paul Fleming, welcome aboard. Uh, let's see who else we got. Bruce Pollard says, Our species uses more energy than our share. Nature will even out the score. It's amazing, isn't it, Bruce? Everything else. You're an engineer. Well, you're a scientist. I'm an engineer. You're a scientist. You understand, you understand uh, what happens when we have large gradients. When you have a large gradient temperature in a, on a glass bottle, one side hot, one side cold, we get cracks. Gradients on a pin, we get a, we get a piercing. All those things are, are, are mathematical certainties based on you know, uh, material science and all other types of sciences. You understand that. Uh, let's see. Michael Rudnick says, Eric Hayes, global warming is the primary cause of environmental degradation. That's between you two of you. Uh, Michael China has learned how to indebt developing nations. Yeah, they've learned capitalism. You know, uh, Richard Wolff, 
professor, economist Richard Wolff that I've interviewed at least three or four times. He pointed out what made Americans have a semblance of prosperity over the last 40 years. Look at debt. And it's not debt by necessarily the government. Look at individual debt. In other words, they've learned one thing, and it's something I've spoken about all the time. We don't have to give you anything. We can own you with you thinking you are free. And how do we do that? We put you in debt. So therefore, you, uh, you think you're free. You think you have all these wonderful things. You can go on vacation. And that's why I like, you know, every now and then I like when they get, when somebody says to hell with it, I don't care about anything. You can take my, you can take it and shove it. I'll just go and live in a forest or something. Because here's the deal. Richard Wolff shows that the price that corporations paid by not paying people was an increase in the people's debt. And they showed the, the, the divergent lines, right? Increase in debt, stagnant wages. So people could buy more cars. They could buy a lot more things. Debt was never this easy to get in the past. But now it is. And the reason why is they know one thing. Yeah, some of those debts are not going to be collected, but most of it will. And what we'll do is we own you. You know, I always talk about capitalism and slaving and antiseptic slavery. And people like Ledo and all of them, they don't like me talking about that. But what happens if I can enslave you without whipping you or, or without lo even looking bad? With looking, if I can enslave you at the same time make you believe that I care about your interests, that is the best form of slavery. It's an ingenious form of slavery. So I own you because you owe me, right? And you know, even with the corporation, it works that way, right? I give you health care. The corporate, the the the, the, health, the insurance companies say if you have certain types of pre-existing conditions, we won't let you go. Of course, Obamacare solves some of that, but that's how it used to be. So the collusion between the insurance company and the employer ensure that you had to stay with the employer. I mean, it, it is amazing how all these things work together, but we don't know because there's nobody telling us that. The mainstream media isn't. We just find out these things on an individual basis when we want to buck the system. That's why you have Politics and Right, folks. And that's why I ask you to support Politics and Right. Go to politicsandright.com support. Find a way to support us because a lot of people don't know this. And by the way, all of this is going to be, you know, we, we have a few people watching right now, but all of this is going to be out there for thousands to see. And there will be thousands more educated on this as we go by. And geometric progressions say, if we can, if each of us can hit up two or three or four or five people and teach them how to hit those amount of people up, in a couple of years, geometric progression is extremely effective and reaches the entire country. Think about that. Daniel Ledo said, okay, so let's talk 2022. Democrats are themselves projecting severe loss. Think your agenda will have to wait? I think it's premature to project loss. I, I think there are some Democrats playing chicken right now. I think they want Republicans to be so sure that they're going to win that when the hammer comes down, huh, you'll see what happens. It's, like, it's the same thing like uh, when you know, before. I, I, I have not given up on 2022. We could lose it, yeah, but I'm not giving up on it. Even with... Even with gerrymandering, I'm not giving up on 2022. Michael Rennie says, Lawrence Sims, if Democrats fail to... Uh, is, uh, oh, oh, wait, wait. Lawrence says, based upon the Biden said about voting importance, it might be Manchin um, who got played. 
If the filibuster is flipped to pass John Lewis and George Floyd, Ike and build back better next year. The thing about it is, I don't think so, Lawrence. I wish it would be the case, but I don't think so. Uh, we cannot flip. We have to have... Joe Manchin would have to be in with his own demise, and I don't think he'll do that. Uh, so they have to determine if they're going to do the filibuster, and that is currently in the hands of Manchin, Cinema. And don't, don't be surprised if there are others like Feinstein who really don't want the filibuster changed. All right, Bruce Pollard says, probably too late. We need to learn how to live with what is coming. Stop eating meat and teach our children how to swim. <laughs> I guess you're, you're, for, you're portraying a lot of water, a lot of water. Okay, Macaroni says, there are, there's an old Jimmy Dore joke that establishment Democrats would rather lose to Republicans than win to progressives because that's what their donors want. That's what I see with Democrats' failure to pass Bill Back Better. Um, actually, that is the exact answer to what's going on right now, Michael. And I think that's what I pretty much said in the beginning. That's the answer. You've got the answer. Uh, okay, Paul Fleming says, What your Republicans seem to miss is every conversation on this show is checking on your humanity. You seem to have and not to have any. I don't play the blame game because we all share in our misdeeds. What is indeed is for the people we elect to have it and it in time abs runner again. You defend those who show no humanity to the loss of life and no humanity in helping to effect change in the men and women who help to provide groceries that put in your hands reach. Why won't you reach your hand out? You know, you're... Paul, you get it, brother. That's all I'm going to say, brother. You get it. Uh, replying to Bruce, yes, please stop eating meat. The price will drop. Meat is expensive right now. I used to eat four to five steaks a week. I'm down to two, two steaks a week. Can you imagine? Wow, you eat a lot of steak, brother. Uh, Michael Rennan says, Eric Hayes, those Republicans who voted for infrastructure did not did so to spite the squad not to actually pass the bill. Wow, you, you're absolutely right about that. Okay, uh, now Eric wants to go back to Afghanistan. Um, you know what's about Afghanistan? We're out of there, thank God. Michael Rennie, Egberto, that 1492 Columbus meme was going around during the no ADP. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know that. Rose Williams says, one of the several reasons I became a vegan. All right, Richard Wolf. I love Richard Wolf. I, look, check. If you like Richard Wolf, uh, Rose, just go to our politicsandright.com and do a search on Richard Wolf. You'll see how many times we've actually had him on Politics and Right. He's a great guy. And he understands capitalism more than most capitalists do because he understands how it actually works. Most people who practice capitalism have no clue how it works, and that's why they can come out to defend it the way they do. Okay, let's see what we say. Change has tended to come to the Supreme Court incrementally, according to E2247. Justice Keegan's dissenting opinion in 2018 labor case reads now like a grim forecast of the deluge to come. I agree. Daniel Ledo-Egberto just doesn't get how immoral and insulting to equate voluntary labor in a free society to actual enslavement. He's taken a SHIT on every African force to work. You care so much about those Africans who were enslaved, right, Daniel Ledo? No, I'm not. Believe it or I'm not. And they know that I'm not. And they understand exactly what I'm saying is correct. Antiseptic slavery. And the antiseptic frees me from what you're concerned about. Antiseptic means 
you have the slavery without having to see the pain that those African slaves saw. The whip, the cuts, the slices, the murder, the kick, cutting up genitalia. Who are the ones that are savages again? <laughs> it's amazing. The person who has the mic, right? I don't remember if the natives in America used to cut people's scrotums off or skin them alive. Did they do that? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. All right. Let's see. Politics done right with Egberto. We are out of Afghanistan. Now, indignation to the trapped there. Well, hey, you know, most of the people that are trapped there were not placed there by design. And again, we shouldn't have been there in the first place. Those who got caught up being there. And by the way, I feel all the compassion for people, but not at the expense of hundreds of thousands of Americans. I'm sorry, I don't. The duck that quack says, I hope we never send another soldier into combat in the Middle East ever again. It's not worth American lives. I agree with you so wholeheartedly. The duck that quacks, you know... We have room for... No, I'm not going to play any videos. I have three videos, but I am going to let that slide till tomorrow because it won't give me enough time to add to the narrative. So add more. Give me some more. What else do you want me to say? Come on, talk, 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 talk. I'm at the end of the, the fold. I think I read everything. If I haven't read anything, something that I missed, throw it in the queue again, and I will definitely read it. Throw it in the queue again. Uh, let me go through and see if there's anybody that I need to salute that I didn't. Uh, I think I got the Duck Dead Quacks. I got Daniel Ladoy, 2247, Michael Rudman, Eric Hayes, Rose Williams. Uh, a few of our regulars are missing today. I don't see CSEC. I don't see Lopez today. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, this show is coming to an end. Uh, Daniel Ladoy, whoa, Egberto. So, sure, let's talk about savagery. Just white people committed such sins? No! You missed the point, Ledo. Not at all. Not at all. Let me explain what I'm trying to say. If you listen to Republicans, they make the calculated effort to make it seem as if people of color are inherently violent. Right? That's what they like to give the impression. If you watch your news on TV, you see violence looked one-sided. Violence looks one-sided on TV. I must admit it. If I were coming from a foreign country and I watched American TV, I would be scared of anybody who looked like me because that's what the TV news makes you believe. It doesn't show you the, the, the totality of violence in this country. It doesn't show you all the men maiming their women. It doesn't show you all the other folks that are committing violent crime. And when one wants to believe or give the inception that somehow the proclivity for violence is color or colored by hue, it's even worse. Because in the last 400 years, the vast majority of heinous savagery was not done by people of color, but it was done by the slave master and the people who worked for him. The, the heinous, the boiling of people alive, the slicing of their genitalia, that is what I'm talking about. 
And if you don't understand what I'm saying here, if you call what I am saying the truth, racism, that is willful ignorance, Daniel. And I think you know it because you're not a dumb fella. You're a smart guy. You are. Act out your intelligence and understand what I just said, brother. Please, act out your intelligence. You're a smart dude. What I said is an absolute fact. There's no doubt about what I just said. Violence and nonviolence. It's not hue-based. And notice I didn't want to say race-based because I don't believe in race. It's not hue-based. They need you to believe that and others like you to believe that so that you would have a boogeyman to attack. And that's the reason why I don't, you know, that's the reason why as you insult me, as you insult others like me, I don't really take it too seriously because I know what's behind it. Okay? I know what's behind it. So, um... So, I mean, you, you can throw all those things out. You can make it, make it seem like Egberto is a racist. Come on, man. Anybody who knows me would, look, would laugh, that, laugh that off the screen. And everybody who knows you from what you write on the screen, they think that applies to you. Actually, I don't. I honestly don't. I think you're just as confused as many others. That's it. I think you're just as confused as many others. Uh, we are living through a revolt against the future, says A2247. Hanan Hidad Hidadas. You know what? I'm going to go back to Hanan's stuff because he had a lot to say about capitalism today on uh, Morning Joe. It was solid. You would think that he was... Uh, was Hanan Hidadas could have been me this morning. You know? He could have been me this morning. Welcome aboard, Patricia E. Folker. Thank you so kindly for being here. Peace, PPP. And Aliester Eve. Truth, Egberto. Thank you, Aliester Eve. I mean, that's all I'm here for, man. Nothing more. To tell the truth and make sure that we are really informed because the plutocracy has a distinct interest in ensuring that we remain stupid. They need us stupid because only stupid people are going to tolerate a system that continues to make them poorer. And that's what we've been doing for a long time. All of us. And I'm not singling out any particulars because I partook of the system as well, right? Now that I'm free to say, you know, hey, there's a better way. Anyhow, we're coming to the end of the show. Folks, please support Politics Done Right. How can you support Politics Done Right? You can support Politics Done Right by going to, uh, if you're on YouTube, just click that button that says, join. I need a whole bunch of you to join. I need hundreds of you to join. So please, if you're listening to this show, please join. Use, click the join button on YouTube or go ahead and click politics on the link in there, politicsonright.com slash YouTube, politicsonright.com slash YouTube. Alternative, you can support us on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. That is politicsonright.com slash Patreon, politicsonright.com slash Patreon. PayPal, is another way you can support us, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Hey, it's Christmas time. Let's get the year started the kind, the right kind of way, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Of course, you can get my books at politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books. I need to put that in there. Tengo que ponerlo ahí. Politicsandright.com slash books. You can support us at the store, politicsandright.com 
slash store, politicsandright.com slash store. And if you want to find an all-encompassing way, in other words, how do we support him? I forgot what he said. You just need one link. politicsandright.com slash support gives you all the different ways in which you can support and make sure that we play our part in disseminating truth, good information to dispel the lies. I just have to read one quick thing that Daniel Ledo says. He said, Egberto is a neo-racist. You determine your guilt or innocence. <laughs> People, remember what I talk about willful ignorance? Willful ignorance will kill us all. Karen Webster, if you took off your socks in public during David Copperfield's time, you, you got boiled in oil. <laughs> okay, ABQ says, Duck that quacks what's in the Taliban interest? Uh, duck that quacks says money from drugs. Let's see what else I need to do. The duck that quacks says black tar heroin. I don't know what that means. All right, and let's see what else we have. Also from the trillions. Oh man, you guys are still sending me stuff and I got to get out of here. Anybody stands in the way of their power ends of death. All right, folks, I really, really got to get out of here. You guys made the show today. I didn't play not one of my videos, which means tomorrow I don't have to work as hard. I have to work hard still because there's some more videos I want to process. But it won't be as hard tonight. Actually, tonight I am supposed to be interviewing uh, Jasmine Crockett, the woman uh, from, I don't remember what district, she was from the 100th congressional district in uh, state congressional district. Now she's running to replace, I think, uh, I don't remember the name of the congresswoman she's replacing. Not, she's going national now, so I'm supposed to be interviewing her tonight. If I get her in tonight, I'll try to turn it around and play that for you guys uh, tomorrow. That would be one other wonderful congresswoman from the progressive side joining the posse. So I can't wait for that. Karen Webster, welcome aboard, as well as some newcomers that we had here. Thank you so kindly for being a part of Politics Done Right. I could not do this without you, and you guys know how I'm going to end this, baby. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. You know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.